Hello and welcome to the Sacred Surf Shack podcast. This is James Shirai, your host, speaking to you right now. My overall intention for you, the listener, is to be able to start to relate more deeply to yourself and to others and to be able to start to hear certain uh, ideas, concepts, and um, create a curiosity and wonder to start to heal and transform your own self so you can be a better human for society, for culture, for your families, for your friends, and yourself. This is what I do. This is what I love. And, and I have many other passions. And one of them is definitely about expressing what I hold dear to my heart and I hope to chat about topics and themes such as transformation, enlightenment, psychotherapy, uh, psychology, self-development, self-improvement, spirituality, relationships, parenting, basically all things life. This, I hope, is going to turn into something quite beautiful and I hope to get on many guests to have real discussions, real open and honest discussions about some things that may not be spoken about to just give the listeners perspective and a shift of that so that they can deepen into themselves. So this is the podcast in a nutshell and I look forward to sharing episodes with you. So have a listen and enjoy yourself. Welcome to the Sacred Surf Shack podcast. This is another episode. Looking forward to dropping in with you. It's a juicy one. Um, definitely something that's been present in my life since, fuck, five years ago. No, four and a half years ago. <laughs> no, since I came into this planet. So today I want to discuss family dynamics and how we can use our family as a spiritual practice to expand and transform. So those of you may have heard of the quote or the saying by Ram Das, um, if you want to go see how enlightened you are, go spend Christmas with your family. Um, and there's another one by Jack Cornfield. It's just more of a story. He was in Buddhist temples for about 10 years and he got himself into very high states of consciousness and locked in many of them. And then he came back to New York, I think it was, and he went and met up with his sister and then all the, you know, wherever you, wherever you want to call it, wherever it's hold, held, he said the bottom three chakras. I'm not sure if I, I um, I'm in that model anymore, but anyway... The wounding started to arise from the ch- his childhood and he realized that <laughs> he had some work to do, some healing to do. Um, he began to use the spiritual practices to transcend um, a lot of these lower vibrational states. So the reason why I'm bringing this up as I'm talking about this is because just recently, if you're following my Instagram and my other social media pages, I just got married. Woo! So I just got married with my wife, Candace. She's now finally a Shara. Lucky her. And it brought up a lot of family dynamics, a lot of family shit. Um, and, you know, if any of my family listen to this, you are all annoying. Except my dad. He was so sweet, eh? 
which goes to show that I've done a lot of work around my father and the father wound, um, be, you know, becoming a father and whatnot. So for me, it was quite, with my dad, it was sweet. Mum was pretty sweet. She was pretty annoying in a lot of ways too. And brothers are brothers, you know, they, they bring up triggers. So um, some more than others, but, and that's just the nature of family, right? But now I'm able to notice what it's showing me as well because I'm fucking annoying. <laughs> I can be heaps annoying. And I can cross boundaries. I can talk too much. Um, I cannot listen. I can become ungrounded, unpresent. And all of these things that I might find triggering um, are ultimately within myself. And I, I, over time, especially with my immediate family, I've learned how to reflect and contemplate on the triggers that arise in relationship or in orientation while I'm orientated, sorry, to my family. And, you know, I see my family quite often, you know, once or twice a week, which was never like that in the past. I was in the military for four years. Well, even when I was younger, like I, I, I wasn't really... I like to be out of the house. I like to be away from my family um, at other people's houses and stuff. Not because I had a shit upbringing or anything. Oh, well, to be fair, like we all have some level of shitness, but it wasn't abusive in the in the very heavy physical sense. There was obviously abuse there, but not um, real dark sort of abuse, you know. But in saying that, you know, I've got my own shit. Just like everyone. And um, so that kind of led me to want to be in other people's houses, which funnily enough, I actually spent a lot of time in um, other family homes that which were far more abusive than my own family, which is quite interesting. I ended up realizing that I was holding space and holding a light. It's like I was a bright candle flame in these houses where I would be some sort of like a silent mediator so shit wouldn't get real crazy. Um, so I witnessed, you know, a lot of different family dynamics growing up, you know, from when I was living in Scotland and had all my close family around me living, you know, I lived on a farm and a lot of the families were close by, also living on farm or uh, in the town. So I'm very family orientated and since my awakening that began in probably 2014, I would say, 2012, but I would say 2014 would be the, really when it started. I started to become a bit more aware of my family stuff, um, but I would still play the blame game or point at them, it's your fault the way I am kind of stuff. And, you know, that I guess that's the start. It's like, you know, you start to see how you are and, you know, if we stop there, we're going to really miss all the gold and the wisdom from our family and often people run away from their families uh, because they don't want to face the fact that they they may be looking at themselves or looking at a mirror Um, and they're ultimately running away from themselves or avoiding themselves so this is like this is where the power is with families is fucking confronting like Ron Russell's quote like you know if you want to see how enlightened you are you want to see how 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 much growth you've you've had go and spend some time with your family simple because if you can be with your family, like really be with them, you know, like it's easy to go, oh, I'll be with my family and then you get your phone next to you and you 
fucking on your phone. Like I purposely leave my phone in my car so I be with my family because I've noticed when I do that, I, I receive so much more healing when I do that because I was brought up um, addicted to technology, you know, had my head in some fucking screen, whether it was a Game Boy or a TV or a computer, my head was in the screen and then it became phone. So I've noticed a deep healing from leaving my phone in my car and going in to my parents' house and just all well, my brothers as well, being with them in that way. And then I'm able to also notice triggers without having, you know, sometimes my phone can become an escape. So I can notice the trigger and be with it and, and almost see in the moment is what it's trying to show me. Um, so coming back to the wedding, it, it really illuminated, you know, and for, and for my partner, Candace. Uh, a lot of family dynamics and how family can show up for us and often how they don't show up for us, often how they actually can let us down through their behaviors and their behavioral traits and lack of awareness. But that doesn't mean that we we can't love them or we can't be kind to them, you know. We can still be loving and kind and hold a very firm, tough boundary and stand up. That's not what I'm. I'm not saying to just you know, keep love, love like that's 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 um that's dysfunction as well. It's like having lack of boundaries. Um, you just you you're just loving too much and you're not holding up a firm, sort of straight boundary. You know you don't want it to be tipping over or askew or however else you want to describe it. You want to have a firm boundary of loving kindness. And kind of to talk about, you know, boundaries is a big one. And this is ultimately our boundaries are formed from our parents in the beginning. And then obviously it kind of comes out to our other caregivers or friends and family. So, you know, we need, that's something we definitely need to learn in order to, to, to have a functioning sort of, you know, family dynamic. Um, especially when we wanted to grow and expand is like, if we don't have boundaries, we're just going to keep getting knocked around. But then we can't have too firm a boundaries that we're closed off. It's a bit of a dance, kind of learning how to be with your own family, and then also if you have a partner, your partner's family, because they're going to bring up stuff in you as well. I, I I kind of believe that we we get what we need when it comes to like our partner and our partner's family. Like it brings stuff up in us as well. Might not be as um core wounding as um our parents or our family, our immediate family brothers, sisters, mums, dads, and yeah, so I think that's the big power piece of have your family, and you know, most people will be like, yeah, I know this, James, like, you're not telling me something I didn't know, but you know, really going into it intentionally as a practice, like, you know, it's like we can know something, but do you, do you practice that with your mum and your dad? Do you inquire into the nature of yourself? And how that is in relation to their self, you know, and, and how what it is just to be with be with them, let go of any sort of control or manipulation or egoic mechanisms and just let let it let them be or go and just be with the experience and just see how it unravels and hold space for them even if they're being, you know, a bit un, um dysfunctional and just hold space for that and see what that feels like dropping into that rather than uh, plugging into your natural sort of family 
knee-jerk reaction mode, um, try and walk in and just witness and watch. Because when we allow, we, when we witness and watch that, sometimes you know we might fall into dysfunction, but we can let it unravel so it's seen and witnessed and then it won't happen again. You know, a lot of times it can be almost burnt up in that moment. The karma is burning up. Um, it's like Ramdas used to talk about, uh, call it uh, karma, karma yoga. Um, and we're just burning up karma moment to moment, watching and witnessing and burning up karma. And I, I just, oh, I just, I just, I guess for me it's a, it's a big piece because, you know, I've got kids and obviously my family around me. So for me, I I guess I use that as a spiritual practice. Like why why wouldn't I? You know, it's a big part of my life. My my children, <laughs> like fuck, they trigger the shit out of me like on a daily basis. And you know, sometimes I fall into that like oh fuck, I'm useless, I'm a shit parent. And then there's these moments where I'm like, nah, no, that's just me and my perfectionism or me and my expectations and me and this and that and this and that and we can do that too if we set this as a spiritual practice for our just our family that we grew up with is we can set the bar too high and fall in our face and then really beat ourselves up and you know that's not going to help it's not going to support you or support the other person is you know we need to learn to be okay with failing and be okay with being wrong and just start cultivating you know, conscious communication, learning how to apologize, um, and then hold space for the apology afterwards. You know, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, but then hold space for the sorry. Because sometimes when you say sorry, the other person's like, yeah, you should be fucking sorry. And then all of a sudden you're triggered again. So you got to hold space for that and kind of own that and honor that. And that's coming back. Yes, yes. It's a big one. Ownership and responsibility and accountability. These are big, big, big words. Like they mean have a have a lot in it. You know, ownership, accountability, and responsibility. And this is what's this is not even just missing in family dynamics. It's missing in in society in general. Uh, this majority. Well, I don't want it to be the majority, but let's be real. It's probably is the majority are in victimhood. And I notice it in myself. It comes up, comes and goes, and sometimes I'll fall into it, and sometimes I won't. It's more so that I'm not. But yeah, it's still, still, I'm still, I guess, dissolving and burning that one up. And you know, but just to own your own shit, you know, own your actions, your behaviors, your words, your thoughts, your feelings. Uh, be responsible for that. Be accountable for anything that you may need to be accountable for. And this will begin to mend and heal relationships is when we can start to do that consciously. The mum, my dad and brothers and sisters, children, um, whoever it is in your family, especially your family. Like it's really important. I feel like it's really important. And, you know, maybe you're you don't have family or maybe you don't know some family and I, I've met many people through my, my life journey that don't have any family, they're estranged and they call other people family and I think you can, this the, the word family or the meaning family can be quite malleable and adaptable. So whatever family means to you is just learning to Use the relationships that are, you know, intimate and present to you as a vehicle for transformation. 
as a vehicle to become more accountable and responsible and taking ownership for your mistakes or your failures as this will end up leaking out into in a good way like a good leaking out or rippling out into the rest of your your life and people will see that and i think this is one of the first steps of becoming self-led our leadership is we we're not going to be able to come a powerful leader if this is something that you desire if we can't start from our family so becoming self-led and then how do you become self-led within your family i think that's where it begins and that's why that's why it might be where it stops not everyone needs to become a leader um of sorts i think we all have our own um beautiful path and journey and role that we all inhabit and um express out in the world and i feel like your whatever family is for you or your immediate family could be could be the power piece for you to really step into uh, purpose Um, that's not to say that you have to be with your family but i encourage you to really look at your own part in any conflict or tension or dysfunction in the family dynamic and this is where lies a lot of purpose and power and essence your magical essence and yeah so i'll leave it at that i hope you can pull something out of this podcast and it was awesome to drop in with you again if you want to hear more like subscribe follow yeah big love Thanks for listening to that episode of the podcast. Where you can find me is www.soulseeker.net. I also work at the landing space at Forrester's Beach. Being a youth mentor and holistic counsellor, I have my own holistic counselling practice as well, which is on the Soul Seeker website. You can also find me on Instagram, the underscore mindful underscore dad, or the sacred surf shack, which is all on Instagram. Or you can find me on Facebook. Um, so there are all the places as you can find me have a lovely morning day or afternoon wherever it is for you and i look forward to sharing the next podcast with you bye